Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Let us continue our journey through the Quran. The next surah is Surah Al Sharh, verse number one onwards. Did we not expand for you, O Muhammad, وسلم, your heart? And we removed from you your burden, which had weighed upon your back, and raised high for you your repute, for indeed with hardship will be ease. Indeed with hardship will be ease. So when you have finished your duties, then stand up for worship, and to your Lord direct your longing. So this surah was revealed around the same time of Surah Ad-Duha, and this was in the early period of Makkah. The theme of this surah is to encourage and console Prophet Muhammad He did not realize what was to come in his new journey into Islam and as a prophet. So just imagine the same people who honored him and respected him pre-Islam when he became a prophet and he started preaching the message of Islam, the same people turned on him. The same relatives, friends, the same clansmen, the neighbors, everyone who treated him with high respect hurled abuse and insults at him. No one in Makkah was prepared to listen to him. They ridiculed him. They mocked him in the streets. Every step that he faced was with difficulty. If you can imagine a person who is trying to do good, who was literally trying to remove people out of the darkness, but yet still he was faced with so much hardship. For someone who lived a very simple life, he didn't want riches, he didn't want money, he didn't want wealth, he didn't want palaces. His home was very simple and he lived a very minimalist life. So there's mention in this surah of the major three favors that were bestowed on Prophet Muhammad in this specific surah. The first blessing is the sharh sadr, which is the opening of the breast. The second is by removing him from the heavy burden weighing down his back before the call. And the third is by exalting his specific prophethood mission, the like of which has never been granted to any man before. So in conclusion, Prophet ﷺ is instructed, you can develop the power to bear and resist the hardships of the initial stage only by one means, and it is when you are free from your occupations, you should devote yourself to the labor and toil of worship and turn all your attention exclusively to Allah. And this is also a reminder for us as well. Especially when we face hardships, there is ease with them hardships. Verses number 5 and 6, For indeed with hardship will be ease. Indeed with hardship will be ease. So two reminders there, that with every difficulty, there is also relief. Okay, let's move on to the next surah, which is Surah At-Teen, the fig. Verse number 1, by the fig and the olive, and by Mount Sinai, and by this secure city, Makkah, we have certainly created man in the best stature, 
Then we return him to the lowest of the low, except for those who believe and do righteous deeds, for they will have a reward uninterrupted. So what yet causes you to deny the recompense? Is not Allah the most just of judges? So what a great reminder in this surah about the rewards and the punishments of the hereafter. And it is also stating that Allah has created man in the most excellent of molds. And this reminds us that we have been created with intellect and capabilities where we can attain high positions which has not been given to any other creature. So basically you have two options. Just as you have been created with these excellent molds, you can also become inclined to evil and cause yourself to be reduced to the lowest of law as it mentions in this surah. And then there are those who choose the path of righteousness and for those they will remain secure, they will have a noble position and of course the reward is uninterrupted as it mentions. So we mustn't deny the judgment that is to come because there is two types of people as mentioned those who go towards evil and those who choose the path of good. May Allah keep us on this path of good that pleases him. Ameen. And that concludes this surah. The next surah is Surah Al-Alaq. Verse number one. Recite in the name of your Lord who created. Created man from a clinging substance. Recite and your Lord is most generous who taught by the pen. Taught man that which he knew not. No, but indeed man transgresses. So this surah was revealed in Makkah and it has two parts. The first one consists the first revelation sent down to Prophet Muhammad and the second part is when he began to perform the prescribed prayer in the precincts of the Kaaba and Abu Jahl tried to prevent him from this with his threats. So as mentioned, the first revelation Read in the name of your Lord who created. So when Prophet Muhammad was in the cave of Hira and he would go there in solitude, he would isolate himself from the communities, from his home, from all distractions. The first revelation was received here and when he received this revelation, he ran home in worry and trembled with fear and said to his wife, Cover me, cover me. And he was covered. When the terror left him, he said, Oh Khadija, what has happened to me? Then he narrated to her whatever happened, and said, I fear for my life. She took him to Waraka bin Naufal, who had become the Christian in pre-Islamic days, and he transcribed the gospel in Arabic and Hebrew, and had become blind through old age. And Waraka said, This is the prophethood. Would that I were alive when your tribe would expel you? And the Prophet ﷺ said, Will they expel me? And Waraka said, Yes. Never has it so happened that a person brought what you have brought and was not treated as an enemy. If I live till then, I will help you with all the power at my command. But not very long after this, Waraka had died. The second part of this surah, verses 6 to 19, was revealed when Prophet ﷺ began to perform his prayer, and that was 
around the Kaaba, and of course Abu Jahl, in his arrogance and pride, threatened Prophet Sallallahu even though a lot of people used to watch him in curiosity. And that brings us to the end of this surah. The next surah is Surah Al-Qadr, verse number 1. Indeed, we sent the Qur'an down during the night of decree. And what can make you know of what is the night of decree? The night of decree is better than a thousand months. The angels and the spirit descend therein by permission of their Lord for every matter. The spirit here in reference is Jibreel. Peace it is until the emergence of dawn. So this surah is one of the earliest surahs revealed in Makkah. And we all know the night of Qadr, which is revealed that it is better than a thousand months. And this occurs during the last ten days of Ramadan. And we are told that it is the odd nights where we must search for this night of Qadr, the night of power. We are reminded about the importance of the Qur'an. So the night of Qadr itself, it is also a meaning of where the destinies are decided of a people. In this night is not merely the revelation of a book, but as an event that will change the destiny of the entire world. So the people of ignorance, the disbelievers of Makkah, regarded this book as a calamity for themselves and a disaster, whereas the night in which it was decreed to be sent down was such a blessed night, and this was better than a thousand months. In conclusion, it is stated that in this night the angels, along with angel Jibreel, will descend with every decree by the permission of Allah. There will be peace from evening until morning, that is, there is no interference of evil in it. For those who search for this night and find it, there is nothing but good and peace for them. And that concludes this surah. The next one up is Surah Al-Bayyina. The clear evidence. Verse number one. Those who disbelieved among the people of the scripture and the polytheists were not to be parted from misbelief until they came to them. Clear evidence. A messenger from Allah reciting purified scriptures within which are correct writings. Nor did those who were given the scripture become divided until after they had come to them clear evidence, and they were not commanded except to worship Allah, being sincere to him in religion, inclining to truth, and to establish prayer and to give zakah. And that is the correct religion. So the theme of this surah is the need of sending a rasul is explained, and the errors of the followers of the previous books are pointed out. So they were provided with guidance by Allah, but they had strayed only after a clear statement of the true religion had come to them. So now there is no excuse for any of us, including those who were given this message. For those who go astray, they are responsible and accountable for that themselves. They cannot blame anyone for their error and deviation. The clear statement has come through Prophet Muhammad Yet they continued to stray even after this. And Islam is not a new religion. It has always been from the beginning of time. And just as Allah sent a Rasul, Prophet ﷺ, it was an invitation to bring them back to the same original faith. And that 
concludes this podcast. Join me next time as we continue our journey through the Quran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.